Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading 1 Corinthians chapter 14 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We'll review a few key takeaways and we'll end our session with a short prayer. Let us get started. Intelligibility in worship. Follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people, but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. But the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Anyone who speaks in a tongue edifies themselves. But the one who prophesies edifies the church. I would like every one of you to speak in tongues, but I would rather have you prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless someone interprets so that the church may be edified. Now, brothers and sisters, if I come to you and speak in tongues, what good will I be to you unless I bring you some revelation or knowledge of prophecy or word of instruction? Even in the case of lifeless things that make sounds, such as the pipe or harp, how will anyone know what tune is being played unless there is a distinction in the notes? Again, if the trumpet does not sound a clear call, who will get ready for battle? So it is with you, unless you speak intelligible words with your tongue, how will anyone know what you are saying? You would just be speaking into the air. Undoubtedly, there are all sorts of languages in the world, yet none of them is without meaning. If then I do not grasp the meaning of what someone is saying, I am a foreigner to the speaker, and the speaker is a foreigner to me. So it is with you, since you are eager for gifts of the Spirit, try to excel in those that build up the church. For this reason, the one who speaks in a tongue should pray that they may interpret what they say. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. So what should I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my understanding. I will sing with my spirit, but I will also sing with my understanding. Otherwise, when you are praising God in the spirit, how can someone else who is now put in the position of an inquirer say amen to your thanksgiving, since they do not know what you're saying? You're giving thanks well enough, but no one else is edified. I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you, but in the church I would rather speak five intelligible words to instruct others than 10,000 words in a tongue. Brothers and sisters, stop thinking like children. In regard to evil, be infants, but in your thinking, be adults. In the law it is written, with other tongues and through the lips of foreigners, I will speak to this people, but even then... They will not listen to me. Tongues, then, are a sign not for believers, but for unbelievers. Prophecy, however, is not for unbelievers, but for believers. If the whole church comes together and everyone speaks in tongues, and inquirers or unbelievers come in, would they not say that you are out of your mind? If an unbeliever or an inquirer comes in while everyone is prophesying, they are convicted of sin and are brought under judgment by all, as the secrets of their hearts are laid bare. So they will fall down and worship God, exclaiming, God is really among you. Good order in worship. What then should we say, brothers and sisters? When you come together, each of you has a hymn, or a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. 
Everything must be done so that the church may be built up. But if anyone speaks in tongue, two or at the most three should speak, one at a time, and someone must interpret. If there is no interpreter, the speaker should keep quiet in the church and speak to himself and to God. Two or three prophets should speak, and the others should weigh carefully what is said. And if a revelation comes to someone who is sitting down, the first speaker should stop. For you can all prophesy in turn so that everyone may be instructed and encouraged. The spirits of prophecy are subject to the control of prophets. For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace, as in all the congregation of the Lord's people. Women should remain silent in the churches. They are not allowed to speak, but must be in submission, as the law says. If they want to inquire about something, they should ask their own husbands at home. For it is disgraceful for a woman to speak in the church. Or did the word of God originate with you? Or are you the only people it has reached? If anyone thinks they are a prophet or otherwise gifted by the Spirit, let them acknowledge that what I am writing to you is the Lord's command. But if anyone ignores this, they will themselves be ignored. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, be eager to prophesy and do not forbid speaking in tongues, but everything should be done in a fitting and orderly way. This is the end of the reading. So a few key takeaways is really that when we worship, it needs to be in an, in an intelligent fashion. And speaking in tongues, according to the scriptures, there needs to be someone there to interpret what a person is saying. Otherwise, it's not intelligible and it's, and it's fruitless, it's pointless, and it's not from God. So if someone is speaking in tongue, there will be someone else there able to interpret what that person is saying. And this helps us divide from our own sometimes being caught in emotions than uh, when we truly are in the Spirit and the Holy Spirit is speaking through us. So again, it also Paul is also telling us that speaking in tongue is for the believers and prophesying is for unbelievers. In other words, if you go to a church and you're not a believer, if you hear someone speaking in tongue, it's not going to make any sense that you're going to think they're out of their mind. But when you hear them prophesying, you will understand and your heart will be convicted by those words because they come from the Holy Spirit. So let us now end in a short prayer. Dear Father, amazing Heavenly Father, thank you for again opening our, not just our hearts, but our mind for allowing your Holy Spirit to come into us and enlighten us with your word so that when we worship you, Lord, we do it in a proper fashion that edifies you and edifies your people, your church, and also grows your church and brings in other unbelievers and converts them to you, Lord, to the one and true, only God. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of 1 Corinthians chapter 14. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.